Welcome to another inspirational message from Church on the Rock Pile. Thank you for listening. And if you would like more information, you can visit us at www.therockchurch.co.za. Welcome. It's a new year, the first month. You know, there's so much potential ahead of us uh, in 2023. But I want to encourage you at the beginning of this year to make sure that you understand the principles of first fruits. Whatever you do with the first redeems the rest. You know, we give God the first day of the week, which is Sunday, because what you do with the first redeems the rest. We bring God the first 10% of our income because what you do with the first redeems the rest and so on and so on and so on. And I want you to believe for God to move you forward this year, that you will take new ground. I really believe that as a church, we're moving into new ground. We thank God for all that he has you know, done for us, all that has taken place so far in the life of this church. But I want to declare at the beginning of this new year that it's a new day and there's new ground. We're going to take new ground and influence those around us. New ground influencing business people. New ground reaching our high schools. New ground in terms of the business world and impacting our neighbors, our family, our friends. You know? And I believe that means fresh things for your business, for your family, for your future. Now, if you're ready and you've got your Bible with you, hold it up or just say after me like you mean it. My heart's open. My mind's ready. I won't be the same again in Jesus' name. Amen. Today I want to show you something in the Word of God that will help you get the very best out of 2023. And if you don't get this, you will never ever, I believe, take new ground that lasts and moves you and propels you forward. And here it is. It's found in Proverbs 13.20. It says this, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. This is an awesome proverb because it says, whoever walks with the wise. You don't even have to be wise yourself. You just need to know who is and whoever walks with them will become wise. It's not a one-time thing. Not that, you know, you've been with somebody who is wise, so suddenly you have great wisdom, you know, and all of a sudden you're there with it. No, the Bible says if you walk with them, if you journey with them, if you do life with them if you watch people who are wise watch them going through the ups and their downs and how they handle this or that and how they don't get offended by others and don't allow things to bring offense how they don't carry a grudge or murmur and become angry but keep their spirit sweet how they keep trusting god how they handle adversity whoever walks with the wise journey does life with becomes wise and I want you to notice the word becomes. You know, it's not overnight. It's not instant. It's something that you add that um, as you walk with people that have wisdom, wisdom will actually rub off onto you. But the companions of fools will suffer harm. Now, I fully understand we live in a day and age where we don't like to call people fools. But I know that we're living in a time as well when people have super high hypersensitivity feelings about words. But this is the word of God. This is God's word speaking these words. And it says, whoever walks with the wise shall become wise, 
But the companion, those that are in the company of fools, doing foolish things, foolish behavior, foolish thoughts, you know, foolish lifestyle, foolish decisions, will end up suffering harm. It says you will end up suffering harm. And you know, I deal with people all the time who get to the end of a year, the end of a season, and they look back and say, hey, how did that happen? Why did this happen? How did God allow this to happen? How did I land up in this place? You know, how could God let me get to this place? And they try and justify or give reasons as to why they are suffering harm, never looking into their own lives or their own actions. And the Bible says that if you hang in the company of foolish people or people with foolish thinking, foolish behavior, and foolish thoughts, harm, harm is going to come your way. So today I want to show you some things in the scriptures that are applicable to us here and now at the beginning of this new year if we're going to move forward and take new ground. And I want you to think about your family, your business. I want you to think about the team that you're on, that you're serving in. Maybe it's a community team, a sports team. Maybe you're serving right here at The Rock. I really pray that you all are. You know, if you're ever in the area, we'd love to see you. But I want you to think about how God builds. And Exodus 23 verse 30, God promises his people that he would give them the entire promised land. And he goes in Exodus 23 30, Little by little, I will drive them out before you. He is speaking about the people that are occupying the land that God has for them. They are the enemy. And God is saying, I'm going to drive out the enemy. You know, in other words, God is going to cause you to move forward and take new ground. You know, but I'll get it to you, God is saying, not all at once. I'll give it to you little by little. If I gave it to you all at once, another verse says, wild beasts will actually overtake you. It will be too much. You are not able to handle everything that I have for you. I'm going to give it all to you, but I'll do it little by little. I will draw them out before you until, this is an awesome thought, until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. You see, God wants you to take your next step and take possession of new ground. And the way you take new ground is little by little. When you increase enough, the word of God says, when you become a big enough person on the inside, when you are no longer looking out the window and pointing at the things that are external around you, but are actually looking in the mirror and asking, you know, and, and speaking to yourself and saying, how can I do this? Now, Let's go to Proverbs 26, and we are going to read this whole proverb from verse 1 to verse 28, and then we'll break it down so that we can move forward into all God's plan and purpose for us. Proverbs 26 says this, Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, honor is not fitting for a fool. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. A whip for the horse, a bridle for the donkey, and a rod for the back of fools. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Sending a message by the hand of a fool is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. Like the useless legs of one who is lame is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like tying a stone in a sling is the giving of honor 
to a fool. Have you noticed there's a lot of talking about what a fool is in this passage? And it says, like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Like an archer who wounds at random is one who hires a fool or a passerby. You know, we're going to talk about this in more depth and we're going to look at foolish thoughts that we can have sabotaging our lives because we are depending on people who the Bible identifies as fools. Foolish behavior, a foolish mentality. And the Bible is clear, remember? He who walks with the wise shall be wise. It continues. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. <laughs> They're bound to repeat it. Do you see a person wise in their own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for them. A sluggard says, there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. A sluggard buries his hand in the dish. Listen to this. But he is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears. Come on, this is great. Is someone who rushes into a quarrel of their own. Like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death is one who deceives their neighbor and says, I was only joking. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. They go down to the innermost parts, like a coating of silver dross on earthenware, or fervent lips, listen to this, with an evil heart. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but in their heart they harbor deceit. Though their speech is charming, do not believe them, for seven abominations fill their hearts. I'm praying that we will gain much wisdom from this proverb on how to make sure that we're going to take that new ground by identifying foolish thoughts, foolish behavior, foolish people. But let's just finish up. Their malice may be concealed by deception, but their wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. If someone rolls a stone, it will roll back on them. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. I believe God has a promised land for every single one of us, and he wants us to take it back this year. And this is going to help us, I believe. So let's just break it down. Verse 1. Like snow in summer or rain in harvest, honor is not fitting for a fool. When you think about it, snow in summer, it just doesn't make sense. It's bad timing. It's inappropriate. It says rain in harvest. The last thing a farmer wants when it's harvest time is rain. It's time to get the harvest in. You don't want the ground muddy and soggy and slushy. You don't want rain that could create a flood ruining the whole year's harvest because of bad timing. There are things that shouldn't happen in that season. So we've got to know what it is and what is not appropriate. Can I say to you, trust your stomach, trust your gut? Well, not during the fast, because then it lies to you. But if something is coming your way this year and it looks like new ground, ask yourself, is the timing right? Does this feel right? Or is this snow in summer or rain 
in harvest. You have to know what is inappropriate. It goes on in verse 2. Like a fluttering sparrow or a darting swallow, an undeserved curse does not come to rest. In other words, these birds, when they are fluttering and darting, they can't land. They are moving too fast. They are unable to slow down. So in the same way, the Bible says an unanswered curse does not come to rest. It cannot land on you. If you've been redeemed from the curse because of Jesus and because he now lives inside of you, you need to know it doesn't matter how 2022 ended. Don't be thinking or feeling that there's a curse on you or a curse on your family. You know, Don't be just devil conscious and demon conscious you know and and curse minded no let's move forward and take some new ground that god is giving us verse three a whip for the horse a bridle for the donkey and a rod for the backs of fools people who are foolish in their behavior their words or their emotions at best only respond to constant correction in other words they are high maintenance only way you get anything out of them is to be willing to keep bringing the rod to correct them and you'll have to work very hard just to get them to do their work you know you can't build your life your family or your business with that constantly going on in your life but you also have to ask yourself how easily do you receive correction how easily can someone correct you verse 4 do not answer a fool according to his folly, or you yourself will be just like him. You know, I grew up with a saying that said, if you lie down with dogs, you will get fleas. If you answer a fool according to their folly, you will end up looking just as foolish as they do. Verse 5, answer a fool according to his folly, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Don't feed their ego or you'll be an enabler and will encourage their foolishness. Enabling someone doesn't help them and you get what you allow. Verse 6, sending a message by the hands of a fool is like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. As we take new ground, we have to know that trusting a foolish person with what is valuable to us will undermine all our efforts because foolishness does not respect the plans of wisdom. We don't want to live around others who are foolish, but we also don't want to live in a foolish manner ourselves. So we need to make sure that it's not in us. I love the way the Bible says it. It's like cutting off one's feet or drinking poison. In other words, what he's saying is it's toxic. Verse 7, like the useless legs of one who is lame is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Sometimes, when someone makes extravagant promises that you know they're not going to be able to keep and they overstate something, there's a great saying that says, that dog won't hunt. You can have a proverb that is so wise, but put in the mouth of a fool, come on, that dog won't hunt. Verse eight, like tying a stone in a sling is the giving of honor to a fool. If you tie a stone in a sling, and you pull the sling back, that stone isn't going anywhere. It won't hit what you're aiming at. But there's a very good chance of that stone, if it's tied to the sling and you pull it back, it's going to only go so far 
and will come back and hit you in the face. In other words, it's going to backfire on you, verse 9. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand is a proverb in the mouth of a fool. Verse 10, like an archer who wounds at random is one who hires a fool or any passerby. The Bible says don't lay hands suddenly on anybody. It's talking about putting people into a position of leadership that haven't yet proven themselves. And I want to say this to you. You and I have got to be proven. People need to be proven. Like a thorn bush in a drunkard's hand, like an archer who wounds at random, is one who hires a fool. When you put your life and make it depend upon someone else and you know that they are just a passerby, you know, they're just a Johnny come lately, then the Bible says it's going to backfire on you. People that are trusting, you know, uh, in your life, that you are trusting, I should say, to impact your life must be proven. Listen to this one, verse 11. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. You know, if it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. You know, fools keep making the same mistake over and over and over and never learn the lesson. It is said, you know, insanity is doing the same thing, expecting different results. Verse 12, do you see a person wise in their own eyes? There is more hope for a fool than for them. A sluggard says there's a lion in the road, a fierce lion roaming the streets. You know, this foolish person, this lazy man, and we're not just talking about others, we're also talking about ourselves here. You know, this lazy man is always going to have an excuse for why they didn't get the job done. There's a lion in the road. They always have an excuse as to why they couldn't meet the deadline, why they didn't do the work. You know, you will never take new ground you know, in your business, we will never take new ground in our marriage. We will never take new ground in our families if we don't identify foolish thoughts and behavior in our lives and who we're building our lives with. What are your excuses that are stopping you from taking new ground? Remember, he who walks with the wise becomes wise. Isn't this great? In fact, even the next one is even great. As a door turns on its hinges, so a sluggard turns on his bed. There is movement, but they aren't going anywhere. There's no real productivity. It's, a, you know, it's as predictable as a door turning on its hinges. Man, it's so good. Some people look very efficient. They have the talk, but they're totally unproductive. Verse 15, a sluggard buries his hand in the dish. He is too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. You know, don't just be a good starter. Be a good finisher. A good starter will put his hand in the dish. You get to work and, and you set new goals. You did it at the beginning of this month, you know. You've got New Year's resolutions. You're four weeks in and you're still going to the gym. That's good. You're a good starter. But listen to it. He's too lazy to bring it back to his mouth. Don't just have a New Year's resolution. Don't be just a good starter, but let's be good finishers as well. What have you started that you need to finish? Verse 16, 
A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven people who answer discreetly. Think about this. It actually says a sluggard, a lazy person, always has a story. The dog ate my homework. You know, I've got a flat tire on my way to work. There's always a story. A sluggard is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who can actually bring a legitimate reason why they couldn't get the job done. Verse 17. Like one who grabs a stray dog by the ears is someone who rushes into a quarrel, not their own. If you grab a stray dog by the ears, don't be shocked if that dog bites you. And it says, so is someone who rushes into a quarrel that is not their own. You know, I'm absolutely amazed at how many people will actually get offended for other people. You know, you know for their friends. They step into a quarrel that they have absolutely no business getting into. You need to know, people always change the narrative of the story to suit themselves. Always. Every story that I've dealt with, with people who have taken an offense, change the story to suit their narrative. And then other people rush in and they end up saying, I can't believe it, the dog bit me. But they pulled on the ears of a stray dog. Fools get caught up in other people's battles. They get sucked into a place of perceived importance until they get bitten. Verse 18. Like a maniac shooting flaming arrows of death. Verse 19. Is one who deceives his neighbor and says, I was only joking. This is about people who deceive their neighbors and then say, just kidding, I didn't mean it. <laughs> no, you got me wrong, you know. It's so funny, man. I can't believe how you just misunderstood me. Something happened. And there are consequences. And now you've been held accountable for what you said. And you just said, oh, no, 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 I was just kidding. I must say this. You have got to learn to communicate through word, gesture, and spirit. Word, gesture, and spirit is so important. And a wise man who walks with the wise won't just listen to words. I never just listen to words. We need to listen to the gesture. We need to hear the spirit of what is being said and not just the words. Words are really so cheap. Verse 20. Without wood, a fire goes out. Without a gossip, a quarrel dies down. It's really simple. If you are going to take new ground in 2023, we have to make sure we don't feed gossip. We must make sure that we are not contributing to negative conversations, you know, repeating things that need not be repeated. 21. As charcoal to embers and as wood to fire, so is a quarrelsome person for kindling strife. You know, I love what the Bible said in Proverbs 22.10. Drive out the mocker and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. Sometimes you, you have strife in your business. Sometimes you have strife in your family. Sometimes even in your greater family, in your relationships, on your team. And the Bible says if you can identify the mocker, then strife will go. Fools hide sarcasm. 
sarcasm. You know, I'm talking about a, a mocking spirit behind humor. Don't be sucked in. Many try, try to, to raise their profile by pulling down others. Proverbs 22.10 says this in the New American Bible. Expel the arrogant and discord goes to strife and insults cease. It's good advice. Back to our proverb, verse 22. The words of a gossip are like choice morsels. And it goes on. They go down to the innermost part. Like a coating of silver dross on earthenware are fervent lips with an evil heart. If we are going to take new ground in our lives, then we have to be aware of people who gossip and spread information that may or may not be true. Also be aware of those who are flatterers, who are complimenting you all the time, who are maybe over complimenting you. And it says, the words of a gossip are choice morsels. They go down to the innermost parts, 23, like a coating of silver dross on earthenware, are the fervent lips with, listen, an evil heart. Flattery is a sin. Beware, verse 24. Enemies disguise themselves with their lips, but in their hearts they harbor deceit. Though their speech is charming, do not believe them. Watch this. For seven abominations fill their hearts. Jesus put it this way about the Pharisees in Matthew 15, 8. He said this, These people honor me with their lips. In other words, their lips are right, but their hearts are far from me. To take the ground, you have to take a next step. You have to move forward and you will never do that unless you learn the principles of wisdom. And it says in verse 26, their malice may be concealed by deception, but their wickedness will be exposed in the assembly. You know, time is a great revealer. Sometimes you just have to give something some time. It says here, it may be concealed by deception, but their wickedness will be exposed. Sometimes you just have to give things the test of time. Don't rush into everything. If it's too good to be true, chances are it's not true. 27. Whoever digs a pit will fall into it. If someone rolls a stone, it will roll back on them. In other words, fools end up hanging themselves. They set traps for others, but they end up falling into the trap themselves. And here's the last thought, verse 28. A lying tongue hates those it hurts, and a flattering mouth works ruin. Can I encourage you at the beginning of this brand new year to learn the principles of walking with the wise? You have to walk with them. You have to journey with them. You've got to stay vigilant. Some people professing themselves to be wise become fools. Walk with the wise. It's not a one-time occurrence. It's something you're willing to do over the length of your entire lifetime, all your days. Are you identifying with wise people? Have you read any books written by wise people? I will walk with wise people and I will not suffer harm. You know, but being in the company of fools, you've got to know this, it has a price. Remember, God says, I want to give you the promised land and I'll give it to you. It's on its way. It's coming little by little until you increase enough to take possession of it. I'm praying you're going to increase enough. Exodus 23.30 says this, 
Little by little, I will drive them out before you until you have increased enough to take possession of the land. Proverbs 13.20 Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Let's pray. Let's all pray together. Lord, please be with us as we take new ground in this coming year. I pray as we move on from the old to the new that we will walk with wisdom. This is a new beginning. You know, the joy, the memories, our hardships of the last season of our lives are behind us. Help us to leave them there, Lord, and not carry them with us into this new year. I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to begin a new adventure with you. And with that in mind, I want to give you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. You know, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. But the Bible declares in Romans 10, 9, if you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If God has spoken to you and you say, Mark, I need to make Jesus my Lord, would you then pray the simple prayer with me? Just say after me, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Fantastic decision if you've made that decision. I want to challenge you to keep God first place in your life and believe for God to move you forward this year and that you will be someone who takes new ground. So don't forget to join us again next week online. But until then, share hope, show kindness, and let's all shine Jesus.